They're pretty girls. What's your mood today? I feel like we got a lot to talk about. Girl, how you feeling today? I don't know, but we damn sure gonna talk about it. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Jancia Janae, and we back with another podcast today. They're pretty girls, and we have a lovely, lovely guest. She's not even a guest. She's a team member with us, and you're gonna be seeing a lot of her around. Hey, Ashley. Hi, Jancia. How are you? I'm good. So today, y'all, um, normally we have guests, but it's going to be different from time to time. So today we're going to have like a mini girl chat. We got some anonymous emails that are good. We got some hot topics that's been going off and we're going to get into all of that today. So let's go ahead and hop into it. And we just want to give y'all a quick disclaimer. We are not medical professionals. Um, anything we talk about on this segment Go get a therapist. We're not therapists. We're just here as we your besties giving you advice. Other than that, go talk to somebody who can actually professionally help you. So let's get into it. So our first topic of today, a lot been going on with girl math. Girl math, girl math, girl math. Um, How you feel about the girl math thing? I didn't even know it was a real thing until this week, but I believe it too. I've been watching all the memes, all the different tweets. I realized that I've been doing like a bit of girl math myself when it comes to like the hair I got. Cause you know, Black Friday was a couple weeks ago. So I see yeah. hair was having a sale half off. So I was like, if I get longer hair, it's cheaper. So that was like a form of girl math for me. I can get a half off longer hair. So it felt like it was a deal. So I realized I've been doing a bit of girl math myself. <laughs> See, when it comes to girl math for me, I didn't notice it was a, well, I didn't notice it was actually real until like I heard somebody on TikTok give an explanation of it. And they was basically like, if I pay for a trip three months advance and by the time the trip comes, the trip is free. And I was like, she not lying. That is, that is true. Yeah. And her boyfriend was in the background. I was like, no, no, that's not how that works. But I realized, like, I was doing girl math, too. Like you said, with the hair thing, um, a 26-inch on Amazon costs, like, $130. Good quality, same density. Everything is good. But if I go on Unice, it's, like, almost $400. Yeah. So I'm, like, I'm really getting a discount if I get it off Amazon, or that, no, that ain't even no good example of girl math. I say my best example of girl math that I have did so far is Fashion Nova sales. They buy one, yeah. get one free. No. I love they buy one, get one free. You know, recently during Thanksgiving, Fashion Nova, like they were giving out a thousand orders refunded. So yeah. I want it. And I felt like that was girl math because I was like, I saved some money. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to do it. I was so excited. When I saw it, I was like, by the time I applied, I'm pretty sure they don't found a thousand people. I didn't even attempt to try to do it. No, the crazy thing was, I didn't attempt. I was just already ordering something. And then I randomly got an email like an hour later, like, oh, you won. You won the rat race. I was like, really? Me? So I felt like I saved money. So I went to spend the rest that 
the one I was going to spend at Fashion Nova, I sent it somewhere else. That's girl math. Yeah. <laughs> guys want to understand it. I wish we would have, if we would have had a guy on today's episode, I would have asked him, like, do y'all understand, like, the way we process when it comes to buying stuff? Because they think we just be spending money on hair, nails, lashes. Like, it's, it's not that. We have to literally sit down and we be budgeting just on our, yeah. our dime. It's just expensive. It's expensive being a woman. So I don't think they would understand because men like needs necessity, not necessarily. They don't feel like beauty or looks are necessity, but it really is for women. Well, what I hate when it comes to a man, they shampoos are like five in one. What they got conditioner, Mm -hmm. deep conditioner, a damn oil treatment, like Everything is in one when it comes to a man. So, like, they don't understand. Like, as a female, we have to literally keep ourselves up. And then when we don't, it's, oh, I don't want to talk to her. Oh, you look like a bum. Oh, you look like this. That's true. Okay. So, what you look like? Like, you got to spend your money, too. (laughs) The only thing that men will spend money on that's, like, valuable to them is like a haircut but haircuts compared to what girls do is such a short just a smaller price like it's just twenty dollars but when you get your hair done now it's like three hundred four hundred dollars like that's ridiculous that's that's crazy and especially with me being in atlanta what i've never understood these atl hairstylists um they literally will charge i had this one experience i say y'all about my experience and first, I cannot remember her shop name. So even if I was to say name, I cannot remember her name at all. But I went for some micro links. That's when micro links had just became very popular. And the micro links were $500 to install. So I was supposed to. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. This is a price. I was like, wow. It was $500 to install. So I, um, it was the hair included, though. So hair was included. But I said, I want the longest you have. Like, if it's 500, I'm like, I want the longest you have. First off, the longest she had was like a 20 inch. I'm like, "Eh, that's not long for me, but I guess. But I'll save you because I already don't pay you a deposit. Y'all don't believe in giving deposits, baby. So um, I don't went through the process. She did my hair. It came out really cute. So it was the process with micro links. You have to go back to the same person to get it taken out. So I go back to her. I texted her. I'm like, hey, I'm on the way. Um, where you at? Uh, my appointment was like at 10 o'clock. It was early in the morning. She did not respond. Not once. And what happened? So the girl, she was like, it was somebody else that worked in her area and she was like if you want you can go get some pliers from the beauty supply store and i will cut them i'll try to cut them out for you and i'm like if you ain't never did it before i don't need you trying to do nothing because this is my real hair we talking about so i go to the beauty supply store i get the pliers like a dummy because i'm like at this point i want it out i want my hair washed i want it out the girl still haven't texted back she hasn't texted me she hasn't called me this is a, this taking mouse like a hundred dollar removal. She ain't did none of it. I don't pay the deposit, all of that. Plus the, this still on top of the 500. So at this one, I'm like, yeah, what? Almost 550. So yeah, cause I paid a $50 deposit. 
So I text her, she ain't called back. None of that. Um, the day went by, so I ended up getting the micro links out my head. They went by, and she was like, "Hey, I heard um you was trying to reach me. I apologize. I had fell asleep early. I forgot to wake up. I just been so busy." I'm like, "Girl, it's five o'clock at this point. So you telling me you've been yeah. asleep from since ten this morning?" But this what caught me. This what a girl mouth and and all the sassy AC. What we were just talking about. This is where it comes in. It. She calls me. She's like, no. She says to me, and she's like, well, I still have to charge you for the rest of the service. Why she has to charge you? And she didn't do it. Did she do it? No. I didn't hear from her until like <laughs> five that night. So she was like, unfortunately, I still have to charge you for the rest of the service. And I was like, okay. I, I didn't even argue with her. I'm like, okay. Because what I do when I go put these deposits in, I always use a card that ain't got no money on it. Like a cash app card, a chime card. I always use a card that ain't got no type of money on it. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't even ask her. I didn't argue with her. I didn't do none of that. I was like, you're going to feel dumb as hell when you go charge that card and don't let it come off. Because make it make it's sense. About, like hairstylists in general, like now with all the conversation, but with ATL hairstylists, I heard people saying ATL is not a real place. I'm not in ATL right now. I live in Orlando, Florida. So it's, it's just different. <laughs> we don't run into situations like that, to be honest. See, it's the new hairstylists. Like, it's the ones that learned off YouTube, learned off TikTok, and they ain't never been to no type of hair school. They went to YouTube University, and they just think they know how to do hair. I've, the hairstylist I've been had since I was 13, she's like the only person I would let do my hair. Since then, I started doing my own stuff. Like, it's just not necessary for the drama that comes with these Atlanta hairstylists, like, it's honestly the worst. You don't want to experience But you know what's funny, though? That's another form of girl math. Learn how to do your own hair. You save money instead of going to a hairstylist. That's girl math. Who are you the telling? Could have went something else. Look, this is free. This is a, a wig company sent me this wig for free. And actually, this wig is a year old. No, I got it in May. So it's about to get ready to be a year old. All I did was, was cut the old, thank you. Cause all I did was cut the old lace off and I made a whole new hairline. So it looks shorter, but <laughs> this the exact same way. I just re redid it. Press on nails from Shen. Girl math, a dollar and 25 that. cents. I'm trying, I'm trying to learn that. A dollar and 25 cents. my natural hair, like. I'm like, if I can't do like my hair right, I'm just gonna wear my natural hair because my natural hair is like mid back, waistline. I hate so. wearing my hair. <laughs> I my hair stops probably like right here, but mm-hmm. I I'm the type of person that I don't know how to keep my hands out my head, so I would destroy my hair, heat damage, pressing it. If I see one part puffy, I'm pressing it. I would destroy my hair. I honestly like, haven't straightened my hair ever. Because my hair texture, I'll say like a 3C, 4A, it never stays straight. Like, it will instantly look like a blowout. So I just never did it. I was like, I'd rather just wear a wig that's straight and not have to do it. But that's what men don't understand. Like, 
the just constant going being a girl is a lot like all y'all have to do is go to the barbershop get a haircut some of y'all just start wearing weaving y'all head like the straight men y'all just start wearing weaving y'all head for locks so y'all are slowly learning what it means to have to go through all this and i wonder like i haven't saw any stories but i wonder is there any men out there that has had a bad experience with a, a man hair oh well with a lady hairstylist because when they go get their braids and stuff to be honest i don't want to make it sound like that i don't think there would be any stories if any at all because clients don't have to go through what we go through and then also you know depending on how the guy looks depends the treatment he's gonna get so if he's attractive the hairstylist gonna make sure she's on time she's gonna make sure that he gets his hair done. It's just different for men than his women. They feel like since you're a woman, you understand what it is. I can just not call you or text you and I can just not give you the deposit. I can just not do your hair and you'll just deal with it because you'll come back. But man, they won't come back. They're I like the office is standing on business. They're not gonna come back. I do not come back. And speaking of these men, you posted something on the Instagram on the Dear Pretty Girls podcast page about these men being sassy. And the comments were the comments were coming and they was agreeing. So what you gotta say about these men being sassy? They wanna know. It was a lot because I was on TikTok randomly scrolling, minding my business as usual. And I just saw this guy, I forgot I have to think about back to it because I think he was talking about trying hard to look attractive and ones who don't have to look, try as hard to be attractive. I have to like look back at it. But when I first saw it, I thought it was wild. I'm like, did he really talk to the girl like that? Did he really say all those things? Because you know, with internet and social media, a lot of people will say certain stuff that they wouldn't say to your face. Like, how are you gonna say that she has to morph into looking good in the morning? Like, who says that? But I don't and know if that's the true. And for the ones who don't know uh, what video she's, what we're referring to, I'll put a link or something right here so y'all can go see it. But also y'all should be following her Instagram. So yeah, you'll see it there too. <laughs> but yeah, these men, have you in encountered any like sassy men? I don't know if like, I can consider that like sassy. I would say overly emotional. Yeah. But I, was I don't really entertain them. After the first instance, I was out. <laughs> I was I, I would say cocky. Okay, so we can give two different perspectives. Mm -hmm. I, I be dumb. Like, when I was younger, I was dumb. Like, I did not. It was this one dude. He was a known rapper in Atlanta. I was in high school. And we was talking. But he was so nasty, so disrespectful, so arrogant. Because he was, he had one song. Mm -hmm. No, two songs that he was known for. Other than that, I ain't heard nothing else from this dude. Like, like nothing. Known in school or known, like, in the city? He was known in the city. So he had this one... He probably was known outside the city. But they was from Atlanta. So he was known in the city. One day they had came up to the school for a pep rally. And I ended up following him on Instagram. So he was... Uh, we was talking for a little bit. And he was just so cocky, so sassy. And, oh, I wish I could say names, but I ain't going to even do that. But <laughs> he was just so cocky, so sassy. And me being me, I was 17 at the time. And I didn't even care. Like, in my head, I was like, 
oh, I'm talking to a rapper, yada, yada, yada. But I was like, this nigga rude. Mm-hmm. And that day, that's when I learned, like, I would never settle for no sassy. I don't care if you think you got it. I don't care if if you need to humble yourself. It was one of those situations. Yeah. Like, I, I, you was real like sassy that. for my reason. Like, I can't stand arrogant, arrogant, man. Like, I can't stand arrogance. I can't stand, like, just straight rude, like, rude people. I just don't like it. That's why I like, you know, being in the South, you know, Southern hospitality. You know, I don't like certain people that just go out their way to be rude to people. I don't like that. But the guy I don't that understand it. I talk to, I don't know if I can consider that sassy, but... I went on a date with someone when I was in college. That was like a little while back. <laughs> and we went, we were supposed to go somewhere. And last minute he changed it to a whole nother spot, which was kind of like, it was a way like smaller area. But I was like, we're in college. I'm, it's not, it's not too serious. We're both trying to figure out life. And during the date, he was acting really weird. You know, he was like, oh, your lips look so good. I want to kiss them and stuff like that. And I just felt really uncomfortable because I just met you. And he, (laughs) he is sassy. Let me think about it. He is, because now I'm thinking about it. He, so when he said that, I was like, what? And then he told me, oh, we're together. And I'm like, how are we together? We just met. And he was like, because, you know, a lot of girls want me. A lot of girls want to be around me. So, you know, I know how you girls be. Y'all going to be fighting over me. So I'm just going to let you know, like, you're my girl. And I was just like, you don't have to worry about me. I'm not. I'm not jealous. Like, it's, it's not that type of thing. He's like, no, 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 you're my girl. And he would say certain things. Like, when he said that, I was just completely turned off. I was now thinking about it. Yeah, that definitely was sassy because why would you think I'll be fighting over you? I don't know you like that. I just met you. He was giving real effort, trying to be controlling. I don't uh-huh. get me. I really don't. And that's also on our topic list, like men yeah. thinking they can be dominant and alpha. What? Well, what I was told is from the so-called 1900s when they used to think they, well, 1950s, how women were just housewives and they was just basically standing home, taking care of them, massages, all of that. It's 2020, 2023 to be exact. So... Mm-hmm. What woman, like, who you think about to be sitting here catering to you? But, like, it just depends. What look? What does it look like to be an alpha male? And then, because back then, men were working. Women couldn't get vacant True. jobs. They couldn't be able to find a taking themselves. Like, what's the difference between that and now? Like 50-50 is considered to be the same, but you're still doing the same work that the woman did back in 1950. You're just paying half the bills too. It's the same thing. I think for me, I'm too much of a dominant. I'm too much of thinking I control something. So mm-hmm. I can't be with, well, I am with someone who's also the same, but outside of him, I cannot be with someone who thinks they're dominant. Me and my situation, me and my boyfriend, we had to work out a communication problem because he's a dominant person, I'm a dominant person. But one thing about it, you're not going to talk to me crazy. I'm trying not to talk to you crazy, but 
you're not gonna stop me crazy. I'm not gonna stop you crazy. And we just be trying to figure out how can we come together and just, and it has gotten so much better. Like if you would have known me a few years ago, it's like, damn, y'all argue a lot. But now it's like being an alpha or being with someone who, who is an alpha, it's, you have to be mentally built for it. Or you have to just be an alpha person that knows yeah. like to stand on business. Like you're not going to try me. No, I agree. I feel like being a person who's considered an alpha, there's a way to go about it that doesn't cross. The, it's like a thin line of being respected and respectful and being disrespectful. For me, mm, I'm very ambitious. I'm determined, but I don't consider myself an alpha. Like, I can I do. I can have somebody <laughs> take care of everything else, and I just, I just do what I need to do. But to be real, it just depends who you're letting lead you. That's the big thing. Like, I won't let anybody just have their way. You know, I have to mm-hmm. trust that you know what you're doing. If I don't trust you, I'm not being around you. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm the exact same way. It's just I got a smart mom. That's where my effiness come in at. I have a smart mouth when it comes to men. And it's specifically only men because I hate for men to think like, oh yeah, you just, because, well, being from Atlanta, that's the, mm-hmm. that's all around. Men think they can control something. Men think they can just run over something. Just because you automatically a girl, you automatically yeah. a clout chaser. Like, nigga, I'm not still, you, yes. A clout chaser. That's how they be doing it in Atlanta. Okay, for example, you go to a club, you out with your girl. Um, if you know a promoter, like the promoter reach out to you. You didn't reach out to the promoter. They reached out to you. Yeah. You're automatically a clout chaser because you have to go to the front of the line. Um, I'm telling them, yo, this who sent me, he told me to show you this flyer. I'm getting in and they'll be quick to say, man, y'all just want uh, some attention. Y'all ain't nobody ghosting at the back of the line. And it's been one time where I had to put somebody in check. I'm like, nigga, who in the fuck you talking to? Because one thing about it, I didn't come up to you and say, I was somebody. I said, this promoter sent me this yeah. liar and told me I can get in. And when he, when I got like back right with him, he was like, oh, you want no females that don't take no mess. I said, you damn right. You're not going to talk to me crazy. Somebody's going to go get in the back of the line. You can talk to somebody else like that. But me, you crazy. You ain't going to talk to me like that. On the, on, in that the was line. the security guard. The security guard? That was the security guard. Atlanta is not a real place. Yeah, because in my head, it's like, do your job. Like, It's not a real place. He was a security guard. In the clubs. That's a job for the promoter. If they can't bring women, men are not showing up. So you need them. You need us more than we need you. And the thing is, I actually, like, I was the host. Like, they asked me to host. So I was able to bring out a whole bunch of people to be in my section. Like, they asked me to host. on the flyer? I was on the flyer. My name hey, was on the flyer. You, like you didn't know who you were. <laughs> Look, I feel like being in Atlanta, it's only... Two, three people. Well, I ain't gonna say two, three people because it's way more than that. If your name ain't Jada Waiter, if your name ain't Desi, or if your name not Lotto, none of them figures that's from it um, or be in Atlanta, who are you? 
And I hate I that sometimes. Wait, is it true? I heard a lot of people saying like everyone in Atlanta think they're celebrities. Like every single person. Is that true? That's true. Oh, That's no. so true. People, well, I would say for females, um, I've never met not one female in Atlanta that thinks they're over the top or all that. Every single female I have met in Atlanta, even the ones that I don't mess with, every single female I have met in Atlanta never pretended like they were more than what they are. Like they either are actually about it. Like if somebody come up to you, a female say, oh, I got this many followers on Instagram. They actually have that many followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. They not the females in Atlanta don't flex. But the men, honey, I'm a rapper. My cousin T.I., my cousin Lil Baby. Um, I be hanging out with, with 4 p.m. Like, it's oh, crazy when it comes to the it's, men. It's, like, it's a lot? Yeah. Oh, shit. So, matter of fact, I have an experience to share. But before we get into to this experience, we do have a word from one of our sponsors. So, we'll be right back. Yeah. Thank you to our sponsor, Couture 23 Monograms. With their high-quality monogramming services, you can add a personal touch to any item. From stylish clothing to thoughtful gifts, Couture 23 has got you covered. Visit their Instagram today and elevate your style with Couture 23 Monograms. All right, y'all, and that was one of the words from our sponsors. Make sure you definitely go check her out. And about the experience that I was going to share um, about a man in Atlanta who thinks he's famous and he's actually a scammer. I'm just going to start off there. So um, basically, he reached out to me. He's from Atlanta. His name, I'm not going to say for legal reasons, but the trifling part in me really don't care because it's a story behind this. So he was claiming to be um, a celebrity son, and I guess a lot of people was falling for it. Um, basically what happened is that he, he didn't even DM me. He commented on my Instagram, and he was like, hey, I want you to come out and host a party in Miami. I want you to come out and host a party in Miami for Glorilla. And I was like, like being a media girly, if you're in the media, you're gonna try to get any opportunity you can to get yourself out there. So at the time when I saw it, I was like, okay, yeah, I will take it. He was like, I'll pay for your flights. I'll, um, not only am I paying for your flights, your hotel, you can bring two friends and I'm gonna pay y'all $800 each. So I'm like, okay, I'm a, let me see what he's talking about. Let me take that opportunity. So um, I DM him, I reached out to him and he was like, well, first, like we probably just talking about effort. He came off really controlling. That was the first red flag. And y'all, I'm bad at missing red flags, okay? So <laughs> that was the first red flag. Um, the second red flag was, he was like, well, I wanna meet you before I fly you out. In my head, I was like, just FaceTime me. But I never said that. But in my head, I'm like, just FaceTime me. But he was like, I'm gonna be at this club tonight. Um, I want you to pull up to the club. And like he was basically saying, everybody know him. He hang with this and this and that person. So I was like, okay, I, I'll be there. Cause like everything he's saying, it sounds like I said, you're a media girl. It sounds good. So 
I um luckily like that day I was telling my boyfriend I was like hey this dude want me to meet up with him at this club like I don't really know how to feel about that but you know like he supports me trying to do the whole media stuff so he knows what comes with it like the trips the whole things like sometimes you got to go out and do stuff so I was like I don't know like something's telling me not to meet him but I was like even if I go of course I'm not going by myself I'm taking somebody with me so yes. um as I was calling him I was telling him like hey like give me more information show me the flight tickets like I need proof that you're gonna book the flight I need proof that you're gonna book the hotel I need proof of all of this and then what happened was I see him to my manager he um he famous all right so basically he was famous for scamming but he had charges on him for rape or sexual assault whichever one it was um Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, ladies, I cannot tell y'all who this man were, but I'm just going to say be aware of your surroundings. And if somebody say come host a party, get some real credentials. But um, he was basically got in trouble, saw the newsletter. My manager, before I was going to call him back, I was going to call him and say, like, okay, I'm going to meet you tonight. I'm going to have some people pull up with me. He was like, I'm going to pay you for meeting me tonight at this to do this hosting out here with me tonight. It's like, okay. Ooh. And then he threw in there, like, also, I'll take you shopping, and I, like, saying good stuff. Like, the good stuff yeah. a girl like. So, before I gave him a call back, because I'm on the phone with my best friend, and I'm telling her about it. I'm like, hey, we probably gonna pull up somewhere. I'll split the money with you just because you're coming with me. But before I could even give him a call back, my manager called me, and she was like, girl, he, no, she texted me. I was driving. She texted me. She was like, girl, he's a raper. I'm like, a rapper or a raper? Because she spelled R-A-P-E-R. So I was like, do she mean a rapper or a raper? So I caught her. I was like, I'm driving. Do you mean rapper or raper? I can't say she bad. She was like, no, he raped. He's a rapist. I'm going to send you this article my friend just sent me. I'm going to, I want you to check it out. Whatever you do, block him. And once I looked over the article, he was famous, all right, for that particular thing. So in my head, I was like, oh, he tried to get me. Like, he tried to get me. So instead of, um, and basically the article was like, he had an assistant. He had an assistant and something about he was lying to her, making it seem like that. She was working for him, but she never got paid or anything. She met him at a club, and he, I don't know if she got drunk or what, but somehow he ended up in her being raped. From the end of the article, she said she was drunk. He drove her car back to a spot and because she didn't want to drive drunk, and then she was going to call him a lift to go home. That's what the end of the article said. Mm. But he said when I confronted him about it, because I was like, oh, you tried to scam me? Can't scam a scam. Like, <laughs> you can't do that. So in my head, I was like, let me flip the script. Once I found out what happened, I'm like, I'm going to flip the roles. So with the frustration, instead of me doing that, I confronted him. I was like, you tried to get me to come see you, and you know what you did. And he was like, what are you talking about? So I sent him the article. And after that, I heard nothing else from him. Like, it went silent. Like, I just went, and I didn't want to go off. I was trying to, 
and she's like, get some money. Like, you wanted to scam me, I'm gonna scam you back. So, once I found out and I told him about it, I confronted him, he just basically blocked me. So, I'm like, you ain't even trying to deny that it ain't true. I mean, it's all there written in letters, what he did. I still think so, it's crazy, like, he roofies drinks. I have no idea. Like, I I tried to dig for more research. His story is basically censored. I saw two articles on him, two mugshots, and after that, Google disappeared. He was not on there at all. Do you know why, like, men are trying to fake who they are in Atlanta? It's because of the environment. Like, why are they trying to be something they're not? From what I saw, it's only everything around here is to get girls or what they say to get hoes. Like, that's literally it. And it don't be the Atlanta girls. It be outside girls, like out of state. If you're traveling down here, hairstylists is traveling down here, influencers that's traveling down here. It be girls like that. So from what I have saw and even some of the males that I've hung around, they just flicks off to get girls. That's it. That's all. I have not seen. I probably have two male friends or two male associates that I know that's actually true to what they say. Yeah. Other than that, these males down here in Atlanta only want one thing. Well, a few things. Money Looks and like girls. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Women run the world. <laughs> No, they they would definitely scam down here, and it it just be a crazy situation. I don't even know how to put it. Do you have those problems in Florida? Like, it's not like that down there. Not really. Like, I live in Central Florida, so it's different. But if it's like Miami, you can say it's sort of similar. It just depends which areas you're at. Because the men I've met in Miami, they're kind of like true to a fault. Like they'll tell you who they are. They won't hide anything. But if you're going to like Brickle, you know, those rich areas, yes, there's going to be a lot of people who are faking it, a lot of influencers faking it. But it's not like as crazy as the stories I'm hearing over Atlanta. But to be honest, Bruh. I don't be in the club scene that much. So it might be. Something. I just started like, going into the club scene. This year is my first year actually being outside for real. Other than that, I probably went out once or twice. Because being in Atlanta, you just want to stay safe, going out, and I'm going to make it home. That's mm-hmm. how I always thought. So I, I just started going outside. But I used to talk to a, a Miami dude. He was, yeah, for he real? was never again. Where's he from? <laughs> he Where's was he from, from Miami. He was from Fort Lauderdale. Broward? I don't know. I, it was at high school. Broward people. <laughs> Like, I would never talk to a Florida dude again. Was he bad? He was horrible. Another thing, sassy men. How we was talking about, he was really sassy. He was very sassy. To be honest, like being that, like going down south for school and stuff in Miami, you start realizing the differences between Central Florida and South Florida. Like how South Florida is not a real place most of the time it's like its own separate area that's why i didn't really date much in college i didn't like what i saw so i didn't want to deal with it i've heard a lot of times that miami is atlanta except we don't have a beach oh my god <laughs> i've that's heard that so many times 
but to be honest, it seems true because Miami's known for its club scene. It's known for partying, nightlife, and that's the same thing in Atlanta because it's known for nightlife. Even Houston's now getting known for its like nightlife and food and everything. So, it makes sense. I love Miami. This this my spot. It's just not the men down there. The South Florida men, y'all. Y'all, it's y'all, nice y'all, to y'all toxic. It, but to live, nah, it's not for me. I like to visit, See, but not. We're going to talk about it on another episode because I was always thinking about moving to Florida, but I'm afraid of hurricanes. I've never had to deal with hurricanes living like in Atlanta. Hurricanes aren't bad. Like, I feel like when you hear about it, it sounds horrible, but when you're in it, it's not that bad. All you got to do is just board up your windows. And most of the time, it's just be passing through. But to be honest, for me, we live in Central Florida. It don't really hit us that much. I think the only one yeah, that I'd probably get like what we get, here. like the, but, the rain and wind. Yeah, we just get the end tail of it, but like down south with all the water, it gets stronger because when you're close to the water, the hurricanes get stronger. So for like those areas get flooded really bad. But in my area, it's not really a problem for us. So let's kind of go just a tell back how we were talking about South Florida men and just men in general. So I sent you um, some stuff and how I was telling you about like the domestic situations, the toxic situations. Um, I want to know, or not even want to know, I just have opinions and statements. What do you think, or how do you think, or how can a woman understand when is it okay, or how can they leave a domestic situation, or when do they think it's okay to, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, okay to... Understanding when you are in a domestic situation, this first. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say because it just depends on the person. And it's like outside looking in because it's always easier to say what what you can do, what you should do instead of somebody who's actually in it. But for me, as soon as he starts raising his hand, swinging on you, (laughs) that's time to leave. If he start like yelling at you and bucking up at you like you're a man on the street, that's when you should leave. Because I think the at that point, first time, you don't care. It's the alpha. I think if you if you need to understand that you are in a domestic situation, how we was um, talking about earlier about alpha men and just being being sassy, those are two signs right there. And narcissists. Like if you see those three signs, you're most likely in a domestic situation. To be honest. The alphas that you're referring to is kind of like beta males. Have you heard of that term? Uh-uh. So the ones that you're talking about are more so beta. They're not really alpha. They're like fake alpha men. Want to be controlling. Because alpha men aren't like sassy. They aren't like emotional. They pretty much mind their business, perfect protect, provide, and all that stuff. So they don't really do the extra stuff. So they're beta males trying to be alpha, like, you know, the red pill dudes. That's the type of, that's beta male. That's not real alpha men. They're not on here talking about exactly every single thing that's going on. They're actually doing stuff. They're about what they're talking about. Mm. So what about a a narcissist? A narcissist? Which one would that fall up under? To be honest, in my opinion, that would definitely be beta because you feel like you need to control something. 
Mm-hmm. If you already know you have it, you don't need to control it. You don't need to act like it's going to like run away or hide from you. You already have it. So you'll act like you have it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So women that are listening to this, um, if you know someone or yourself is in a domestic situation, this is your sign to leave. Like you're mm-hmm. not hearing this for no reason. This is your sign to leave, leave now. And if you know someone you can trust, definitely like reach out to them. Cause I've seen like lately I have don't know what I don't even know how I popped up on my YouTube. I've been looking at a lot of true crime stories dealing with domestic situations, domestic abuse. And their stories are wow. Like Intense. starting from and half of them, it was starting from they was being abused as a child. And as they got older, they said that was normal to them. That's what they knew. That's what, that's the only thing they knew. So as they got older, they thought that was normal. Yeah. So it's important to leave or you will end up dead. Like whenever I hear somebody say something like that, there's two types of people. There's someone that childhood, they see their mama getting beat up. And some of them like, I'm not ever going to touch a woman. And something like, I am going to touch because in my head, that's how my dad got you in order. I don't need to sit here and hear you talking to me. I'm just going to smack you because I see my daddy do it. And that's when that's when she shut yeah. up. So I'm going to shut up. So in my head, I don't I don't think it's all like, I think it's kind of excuse that some people say just to justify their behavior. But you knew yeah. it was wrong. Because you see your mom screaming, your mom crying, hiding, you getting scared. Why would you be scared if it was normal? If it was normal, you wouldn't be scared. But it hey, that's end up in somebody has something different to say in the comments, let me know. But in my head, I don't think it's normal <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's not normal. I understand. I do understand how some, well, as far as the women, I understand how some of them was like, okay, I saw it when I was younger. So I felt that it was normal until I saw that it wasn't normal. Mm-hmm. Like at least they realized it wasn't normal. But for the men that think that it's okay to hit a woman, you a pussy. I'm just gonna keep it real. Yeah, I honestly feel like nobody should putting hands on each other. Your adults act like it, talk, but for the ones that can't control themselves, don't give them access to control you in that way. If I swing on you, when do they feel like it? Like you're not a punching bag. You're a person. Exactly, and and that's just toxicness. Um, we can definitely hop on it. They the the hottest trending topic out. The face of toxic. Yeah. The face exactly. of toxicness. Um, you're shining blue face. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I love Krishan when she's at her good moment. But that relationship is so toxic. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're referring to. Like verbal abuse is a form of domestic violence. Don't yeah. think it's all just physical touch. If you're being broken down mentally, you're being abused. Like, verbal abuse is no joke. It hurts way worse. Honestly, in my opinion, because yeah. I guess that I've heard some verbal abuse before, that hurts way worse than a physical touch. Like, that crap will break your mind down mentally. And that's my opinion. Some people other in the comments, viewers, y'all may say, oh, she's slow for saying it. Like, no. In my opinion, physical touch, I can fight you back. 
one thing about me, that's me personally. I'm gonna fight you back. You put your hands on me, I'm gonna slap. I'm gonna slap. I don't care. I, I could give less about putting my hands on you and you calling the police. I don't care. Tell them what I did. I'll settle what I did for you. But when it comes to verbal abuse, I'm I'm a sissy. Like, <laughs> don't I will break down and I feel like I don't know if she knows. Like with Christian and Blueface, and that's why we're just using them as an example of toxicness. Mm-hmm. All of that is domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when you think about it, if you let somebody talk to you like that, it kind of speaks to who you feel, how you feel about yourself. Because I haven't watched Crazy in Love. I just seen little clips. I don't really. Get I into never watched that. it type of stuff you know like I can like Tina Turner like I watched that movie what's love got to do with it and I thought it was wild because I don't know if you've Eat seen the cake it, anime like the first, <laughs> no like the first the first scene she comes to the house to see Ike his baby mom running out because he was beating her up so in my head it was just like if you just saw him beat up her what makes you think he's not gonna do to you like I don't understand that which scene in the first, like, the first few minutes of the movie when she's going to see Ike, when the baby mom was running out the house, that was when she I'm first started to go back and watch it. If you watch it, she's running out the house, trying to run away from him. And that's when Tina was starting to talk to him. So in my head, I'm like, if you seen his baby mama running out, like, she about to, like, why are you going to go into a situation when he, you see him swinging on that lady? Like, I don't get mm-hmm. it. But, like, even when it comes to Krishan, like, I'm pretty sure she saw some signs in Blueface before the situation even happened. Because usually with some domestic situations, you can kind of tell who a person is. They'll show you who they are. They can't hide it for long. So I'm pretty sure she saw it, just like anybody else could have probably seen it and just ignored it until it got too much that you couldn't ignore. But I'm glad that Mm -hmm. she's away from it as much as she can because she has a kid with him. And some most people in domestic situations, they have kids. So I'm glad she got away from as much as she can. And she has like, she has her relationship and she's good with that, hopefully. But also sometimes it goes to your friends too. Because I believe in that same movie, Ike was beating on her friends and Blueface was threatening to beat up Krishan's friend just for watching the kids. I think they said he did. Yeah, I heard you did. Oh, I didn't try. <laughs> I wasn't trying to say too much, but yeah, they said he did. And I thought that was wild. You're just trying to be a good friend, watch your godson and get beat up for it. Like, come on. No, what was wild? Not the baby mamas hanging out together. <laughs> they was hanging out together. I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I, boy, Krishan and Blueface, they funny. I ain't gonna even hold you. That's that's one little funny situation when it they comes just to got toxic a lot people. Going on. They just need a lot of like individual therapy, even Jaden included. His fiance, I don't know if they're still engaged. You know, his fiance, mother, two children, like they need therapy. The kids need therapy. Not Krishan Jr. because he's I saw a the, like he's really young. I saw one of the comments one, that was like the baby should have been in chaos. That was no. not funny, but they said the baby should have been named Gaia. That was so rude because that baby ain't got nothing to do with it. No, but it's wild because you can tell that 
at certain points you're just trying to weaponize a child to get at somebody because if Krishan has somebody babysitting the kid why do you need to drive over there wake the baby up threaten the babysitter and crash into the car with the child in it what was the point of doing all that he crashed yeah he crashed his car with the baby inside and then I guess that's when he fought the friend I don't know all the details but in my head it just sounds ridiculous like come on that that was crazy but before we go into before we go into the next segment and take a quick break um have well the question I was gonna ask do you mind a little to- a little just a little bit of toxicness in a relationship what kind of toxicness like are we talking about just a little bit of arguing just like, a little bit of just regular just arguing. arguing. Yeah. Regular arguing, not everybody argues. What type I, of argument? Well, for me, I always no, I hate that type of argument. I like a little bit of toxicness. But I have to start it. If you start it, you I'm the victim. But <laughs> So like how would you start? Like um, what scenario? What toxic argument have I gotten into? I don't argue with you because you ain't buy me nothing to eat. How are you going to buy yourself something to eat and not give me nothing? But then I already know that I can use your card to get you something because you already don't told me I can. But you ain't do it. So that's the problem. I mean, that's not wild. I thought you meant like okay. arguing about every single thing. Like, oh, who's on your phone? <laughs> I could keep like, one thing yeah. about it if you doing something continue doing what you're doing I am not gonna argue with no nigga this like do what you're doing do what you're doing cause I'm gonna do what I do I'm not gonna argue with you about that if you wanna go talk to somebody else just let me know you can go talk would you still be with him? <laughs> no like would you still like be dating that person? the younger me if I would've found out the younger me was like I stayed, but now it's like you got me messed up. I was just young and dumb. I ain't gonna even hold you. I was very yeah, young and dumb. Sometimes you gotta go through those experiences to learn what you will and will not tolerate. I feel like it's better to date younger than it is to do it older. Because imagine doing that at 30, 40, 50. No. They they still hurting. Yeah, like having your first heartbreak is not no joke. I'd rather just have it out when I was younger. Cried. My first heartbreak. Oh my god! You would have thought somebody died. I was booing, but I ain't never took pain. I never took pain easy. I'm not as our first that takes that easy. But I mean, like when you when you get into like a relationship or caring about someone, it's valid to have that type of pain because you're vulnerable. You told them stuff you never told nobody else. You did stuff with them you never did with anybody else. They pretty much have a piece of you and now they're gone. I could see why anybody would be in pain. But like we have that when you're younger, you kind of get used to and you kind of know how to heal yourself. When you're older, it's just different. Because so many factors in place, it's hard to come back from. That is so true. And also, um, 
before we go into break, y'all, I'm just going to let y'all know. So we received an anonymous email and this kind of ties into everything we have spoken about today. And this is, it's, it's going to be real good, real juicy. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to give them the advice they would like. So we will see y'all after this quick break. what's up y'all we're back we're back we're back we're back and sadly we're we, we've come to an end but we do have um something that we would like to share with you all that we received from an anonymous i can never pronounce this word anonymous email yeah, we received an email, um, and we're going to read it to y'all, and we're going to be, like, stopping in between. We can stop in between, just give thoughts, like, real reactions, so we can definitely mm-hmm. do that. Um, I'm only going to read one email. We received, like, three, but I'm just going to read yeah. this one since we got to cut off soon. So, and y'all, this is called a girls' group chat. Like, the whole thing being a girls' group chat but we've been a really tap into the group chat because one of our besties need advice. So let's see. And also, quick disclaimer, all names have been changed. So the names that I am reading, I already changed the names. These are not the people real names. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, hello, my name is Monica and I have been listening to your podcast for some time now. I felt that I would like to share my story on your platform. I am recently in between a relationship right now, and I am in the midst of finding myself. After listening to your show, I knew that this would be the right place to confide in. Come on, love. This is the right place. You at the right place. Okay. So, she said she's been in a relationship with Drew for about five years now. Remember, these names are already changed. She's been in a relationship with Drew for about five years now. She realized life is a tapestry woman with threads of joy, sorrow, love, and heartbreak. Um, she's a young woman who faced unimaginable challenges in my relationship. Let me read it in first person. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to read it in third person. Um, she said, I am a young woman who faced unimaginable challenges in my relationship with Drew. Through my resilience and determination, I have emerged stronger than ever before. My story begins when I discovered that Drew had cheated on me with several women. Okay. Mm. Devastated by this betrayal, I made the difficult decision to give him another chance. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with second chances. Uh However, little did I know that this was just the beginning of a horrific roller coaster ride. As time went on, my trust in Drew slowly began to rebuild. That's good. But fate had other plans for me. Shockingly, I discovered I contracted an STD from him. See, Drew, we was about to give you another chance, and you just had to go mess it up. Shockingly, I discovered I contracted an STD from him. Okay. This This revelation shattered my world once again and left me feeling broken and vulnerable. In the midst of this chaos, I found solace in an unexpected place in his brother, in Drew's brother. My connection with Joe, which is his brother, 
grew stronger to him once we found out that we were expecting a baby. A baby? It just took a t- they, they expecting a baby together, so... Okay, wait, 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 before I continue. Let me put my finger on it so I won't lose it. Okay. So, Drew was cheating with other girls. Mm-hmm. She got a STD. Monica found out. She got an STD. Monica found out. Yeah. Monica comforts herself in his brother. Mm-hmm. Joe. And they got a baby. We're expecting a baby. We're having That's a baby. Not- okay, we got to finish reading. Yeah. What happened? Okay, what happened? You got a baby. Okay. The news sent shockwaves through our family. I bet it did. The news sent shockwaves through their families. It shocked me too. Especially his when side. Drew. <laughs> when Drew found out I had cheated on him with his brother, he went on a rampage. Girl, I would have too. Mm-hmm. But eventually he forgave me. Well, that's good. He forgave her. Sadly, I started comforting myself in his brother because I because of how hurt I was by Drew infidelities. Little did I know one thing would lead to another. It led to a baby. Yeah. The aftermath of these events took a toll of my on my mental health. I battled with depression and anxiety. As I tried to navigate the complexities of co-parenting with both Drew and his brother, while facing judgment from society. Okay, so at least it sounds like it's good. It got better. Because she said they co-parenting. But she said that she's battling anxiety and depression as she's trying to navigate it. That's good. It doesn't sound like it's going well right now. Um, let's see. My story is one of the Trump against all, all odds. Despite enduring heartbreaking betrayal, health issues, and societal scrutiny, I hope I pronounced that right. <laughs> I refuse yeah. to let these experiences define me. Instead, I chose to rise above adversity, rebuilding my life piece by piece through resilience, determination, and the strength to, re- to rewrite my own narrative. I emerged from the turmoil stronger than ever before. Now, as I share my story, I am reaching out to you for advice and guidance. I hope that by sharing my story, I can inspire others who may be facing similar challenges. Even though Drew and I are still together, it's weird sometimes knowing I have a child with his brother. I'm still with him because I felt that I owe him I owe him something for doing him wrong. But sometimes he tries to verbally abuse me. I want to leave, but will I be wrong for hurting him even more? I don't think she's wrong for hurting him even more. I don't know why she went back. I want to start off like this. First, you're a strong person. You are a very, very strong person. Um, I know you mentally. I can't even sit here and try to put myself in your shoes because just carrying your... brothers your boyfriend brother's baby like and you're still with the boyfriend that's unbelievable right there and y'all are co-parenting this kid so right now it's bigger than you you have a child at the end of the day you have a child to think about 
But as far as your mental, um, the best advice I can honestly give you is to do what's best for you. And I personally, this is just my opinion, I personally don't think that you should still be with him. I think it's time for you to cut size. Take your baby, start fresh. Co-parent, if it's going well, but the verbal abuse, you're not going to verbal, we were just talking about that, you're not going to verbal yeah. abuse me when you did wrong first. I totally agree, because if, like, with the situation, the public scrutiny, yeah, that's one thing, but the person you're with, if he feels some type of way about it, he's always going to let you know that you had a child with his brother and he sees that kid all the time, it's always going to be an issue that you're going to have to deal with, so it's always just best to leave. Yeah, you hurt him, but he hurt you too. That's why you even went to his brother in the first place. But my question is kind of like, why didn't you and the brother work out? Like, that's my question. If she was already like finding solace in him, was he just using you to have- How did y'all even get in the same room? That's my question. If you got in the same room, you know, cool, whatever. But was he just trying to just get- like get one off you like I don't know what he was trying to do like was it just a you know one night stand or whatever I don't I don't get that part but if you're just co-parenting you can just co-parent with his brother since that's the child's father and just you know you can let on. go of your boyfriend I, yeah, I you, you let go of him. because even if even it was with the brother like even though she has a child with his brother Imagine how many females he could have had kids with. He even brought STD to you. You don't know that, what. That was the key. Yeah. After like, that STD. Because think about this. What if that, what if you never know you had an STD? Because most mm -hmm. likely, because I saw like, as I was reading it, you didn't find out you had an STD until it was closer to you look like you were expecting. Yeah, that's close. The STD and the expected baby part is close together. So it sounds like you didn't find out you had an STD until you found out that you were pregnant. So just imagine if you have never found out you was pregnant. That STD could have expanded to something much worse. You could have had HIV. That could have expanded to AIDS. Like it could have got much worse. And you don't even know if it's like a curable one. You don't know if it's a curable or incurable STD because, and I also yeah. think it's weird that the brother was reaching out to her because- Did the brother get STD? Your brother was messing with them. You know, your brother was messing with these other women on her. I wonder if the brother get an STD too. I don't think so. Well, it could because they have a baby now. But I don't, it could, it just, it could have been way after that. Like after she healed, but she was still in pain about the situation. Yeah, girl, I would definitely say first, I'm sorry you have to go through that. I'm sorry you went through that. Okay. But best advice I can give you is to leave, leave your boyfriend, focus on co-parenting and rebuild yourself. Because um, from the sound of your story, you are already practicing rebuilding yourself and reloving yourself. So it's definitely, I say it's definitely important. Just leave him. Like, what else yeah. is there for him to do for you? And you care about him a lot. I know you still love him because you're still, like, contemplating on how he's going to feel that you hurt him. But you have to also think about it. How has he felt about hurting you? 
fussing with most women care. and contracting an STD, or is he only thinking about himself and his ego that you had a child with his brother? Yeah, that's that's crazy, sis. Uh, you have any similar experiences, like a cheating situation? No, <laughs> I haven't had that as of yet. Um, no. Have you? I have one. Well, yeah, it still counts. It was in high school. Um, long story short, basically, he was telling me, I was with him, like, for a very mm -hmm. long time. He was telling me that he wasn't with girls. He was telling me he wasn't cheating. Um, I went through his phone. I found him cheating three times. So, the part where she was like, I gave him a chance. I definitely understand it. I gave him a chance three times. I found him cheating three times. After the third time, it was like, okay, you ain't gonna change. And I'm just yeah. getting stupider. So, I'm leaving. But that's the close. And then on top of that, when you find out, no, what gets me is when, and y'all, I know we have to wrap up, but really quick, what gets me is when a man cheats on you. It's, oh, sorry, baby. I'm so sorry. I should have did this and this and that. But let you go cheat on a man. That's why I'm saying, like, men are the authors on standing on business. They're not going to deal with you. But it's in our nature as women to be caring and nurturing and think about others before ourselves. So, of course, we're just going to go off of what we feel. But men go off what you did and why you did it. And that's just good enough for them to just be like, no. And they won't even take you back. They won't. <laughs> like that thing with Offset and Cardi B where, you know, he had the flowers go up to her. And I forgot which rapper. I think it, it was one of the rappers that was dating Amber Rose. And she cheated on him and she tried to get him back and he just cut her off. I think it was. I, don't, I think it's 21 Savage. I'm not completely sure. He was the first time she dated was 21. Was it? Between Wiz Belief and 21. Most likely it's yeah, 21. Yeah, so it was 21. Okay, yeah. He She cheated on him. He refused to get back with her, but he was telling Cardi B to take back Offset, even though he cheated. And everyone was talking about how double standard, how when men cheat, women are expected to take them back, but if a woman cheats, they're not. And there go your next topic for the next episode. We're going to talk about double standards because y'all being crazy. And this right here is a safe, safe space for all my girlies. You're going to, even though we be talking about other stuff on here, at the end of the day, it's always going to be a safe space for us girls because girls rule. Okay? As long as we know that. But this yeah. was very fun. Next time, I'm going to have me some wine. I enjoyed this girl shake. But I'm like on a fitness journey, so either it's some water or a protein shake. <laughs> I don't try to die so many times. I am over it. But y'all, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, one of my affirmations I want to give y'all for today is just continue to strive. Continue to strive. Continue to do you. Don't let nothing stop you. And if you're listening to this podcast, this is your sign to go for whatever it is you want to go for. So that is my affirmation for today. You have one you want to share? Honestly, I didn't think much into it before we came here, but I hope everyone has 
a blessed and happy holidays. You know, Christmas yes. is coming soon. Make sure you get your wish, wish list together. And also think about what things you want to do next year and start working on it now. And start doing it now. Don't wait until New Year's. Yeah, no. Not wait. But yes, y'all, this concludes another episode of Dear Pretty Girls. So go ahead and make sure you like, share, subscribe. Uh, we on Apple Music, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, RSSP. We're on everything. Anything platform you can think of, we're on. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at DearPrettyGirls.xo. It's spelled exactly how it sounds, all normal. And we will see y'all in the next episode. Thank you, guys.